June 21, 2023. It's a Watt for Pedro show.
keeping in time with the music. That's where I sign my... Watch the Pedro show. Happy Wednesday. Happy solstice, actually. Longest day of the year, people. Started off with John Coltrane. Live excerpt from November 22, 1962. The year before that horrible day. This is uh, John Coltrane. I want to talk about you. Just an excerpt. Then we had fence posts with all messages of poetry if they travel far enough through time and space. And you'll recognize fence posts from last week. And making a reprise. Round two. It's a uh, uh, Graham. Uh, yeah, Richard Fenton from over in England. But he's here to aid and abet Watt spieling with Randolph Carter in Eugene, Oregon. Welcome aboard, gentlemen. Hello, Mike. How are you doing? I'm really thank you. I'm really glad to have both of you aboard. Three way. Thank you, Skype. So those Estonians engineers. Uh, uh, Randolph, since we last talked, what's been up with you music-wise? Oh, uh, Richard probably has a better idea than I do. Um, but <laughs> from within the machine, it it seems uh, we've just put out. We just keep making music. That's about it. You know, housework. Day job, making music. Okay. Uh, we've, re- we've released some albums, but that's just what we do. It's kind of this, like constant dribble, like an open wound. Now, when you, when you say um, we, when you say we, you're talking you and Richard. Now, is this as fence post? No, no, that's just the Museum of Viral Memory. Okay, okay. Remember, you Watkins confused. Watkins confused we, easily, so you have to like <laughs> lay it out for him. Well, and, and 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 I think given that that the Museum of Violent Memory, if there is a single uniting factor between the people involved, it's that we're we we're we've all set out to confuse. Ah, okay. So yeah, there's just no Mission way. Mission accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're never gonna. It's never gonna. It's never gonna make sense. I mean, if it does, we've failed spectacularly, and you should never talk to us again. Well, yeah, we'd have I, to go home. I just want to give proper credit to who, you know, comes up with the piece, because the the projects all have their different voice. Like the Museum of, of Viral Memory. Well, kind of re- the most recent thing you guys get done together is this fence post thing, right? So no, that piece you just played is from an album. The very first thing we ever did together in 2019. Okay, that, so that was that the first time. Fence post. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah. I, I, I was saying 2019, that's the first time Fence Post becomes like a recording in, entity. No. Okay. Fence Post goes way back to the early 2000s. Okay, okay. And, and then what? And then uh, in 2019, the Museum of Viral Memory, some we- posts like our very first album to Bandcamp, and literally within like eight or nine hours of the album going up, Richard reaches out and says, hey, 
I have this insane, brilliant project called the Fence Post Reclamation Project. Would you like to participate? And we replied saying, how the f did you find us? Because so the, the, the similar like, projects. It's weird creeping us out now. What you're talking about, yeah. there, there was a weird coincidence in the proj names being very similar. No, not really. Oh. He, somehow, he, uh, Rich found it somehow. We were up there as Museum of Viral Memory, and, and, and he was just like, hey, what? I've got this project. Defense Post Reclamation Project. Richard should talk about that, because that's the, that track you played is us remixing the stems from the first Fence Post album. And you're talking about early 2000s fence post. That's right, yeah. If I can, uh, okay, now I understand. Now I understand. Uh, Randolph wasn't part of fence post yet. You, you, no, I, you, no, you asked him to come on board. You had been doing that. And then he repurposed some old tracks by remixing them. That's right, yeah. I did the original fence post. Um, EP uh, came out in 2002 on uh, because I remember uh, last week uh, you talking to me you you said it was kind of like a, a catch-all name for a lot of your projects right that's right yes the, the, the only one that survives from the the that's, old days but um, that's right so I, I, I managed to uh, track Chris down who ran the label in um, 2019 and I contacted him okay. and said I'm back back producing music are you happy for me to really release this and he said yeah of course no problem and then one of my other contacts um rob who used to run the record label i was on in leeds in the early 2000s he said well why don't you do a remix project out of it and gave me a dozen names of people he knew who were interested and so it went from there and then i went over to Bandcamp and started using the discover uh, app of it where you can you know go through various artists and um i i I, I had my little triage uh, process of projects that interested me, and, and like Randolph says, I'd just fire out these um, invites saying, do you want to be part of this remix project? Okay, now it's and making sense to me. I understand now. <laughs> okay. okay. It's quite convoluted. But yeah, I, no, but it as, makes sense. As Randolph said, yeah, we're here to you know what escape. <laughs> you know what it's kind of like? It's like a virtual version of meeting people at clubs or record stores. Exactly so, yeah. Yeah, it's a, 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 for me, quite a nice one because yeah. um, you get to triage a bit as well. <laughs> so <laughs> I can talk with like-minded people. And, um, I mean, some artists did a remix and then I've never had any contact with them since, Well, whereas all those collabs that we um, were listening to last week on the show, Mike, and obviously all this work with Randolph, they're, they're people who originally took part in, in that remix project and then we've gone on to collaborate further and, you know, made some quite solid... Uh, musical units because oh. of that project and i think now we're at about um 950 tracks on the reclamation process something like that so we're nearing the conclusion well, is this a reclamation a thing this this henry preparation of a serial killer preparation number so and so we're gonna to listen to a few of them that you flowed me well actually randolph flowed me like part 74 uh, yes, that's, um, <laughs> again, my um, predilection of just using um, file names for title names. That's um, the 74th different preparation I did on the piano, okay. which became the Henry works. But but, um, that, but that's a buttload of fucking parts. I mean, 
Let's listen. Listen to listen to, to part 74. Uh, diner 2.
Watch for Pedro Show. I chuck music. Start off with Fence Post. Fence Post. Uh, short and simple like that. Not Fence Post Reclamation Project. Okay. Uh, Henry Preparation of a ser- Serial Killer Preparation uh, Part 54. No, 74, I'm sorry. Diner 2. Then we had brand new from Chella. Hewa. Hewa means uh, peace, people. Japanese, good word to know. Then some more of Henry's preparation of serial killer. Serial killer. This is preparation part 70. Henry IV, reprise. That's yeah, a reprise. It's a boot. Fantasy post. Then we had something. You guys had given me this a big piece. This guy, uh, it's uh, Italian Calvino's Invincible City, uh, as performed by the Bromley Symphony Orchestra featuring the Underwood Piano Harlequintet. And this is the last part you gave me Cities and Signs in Hepatia. And then finally, we heard Henry Preparation of a Serial, serial Killer Preparation, uh, Part 73, Suitcase 5, Fence Post. Okay. And uh, Bromley Symphony, uh, this, uh, yeah, Tal Calvino, uh, with these people involved with the the big thing in uh, Eugene, I remember we played a lot of this stuff back in 2002, October. 2022, I'm sorry. So, yeah, the, the museum, uh, essentially, you could think of it as, uh, it's a handful of people, but no, no two records are ever released under the same band name. Okay. But it's, it's often the same core group. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, the 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 Harlequin Tet, the Bromley, um, is really um, a, it, it's the core group of people from almost all the. Um, in this case, we ha- an extra member would be um, a programmer, a musician, and, and programmer. A friend of ours uh, wrote some software that we used, um, so they were included. They 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 would be a bonus member for that project. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a heavy piece, man. I, I've played all the parts now on the show, and beautiful stuff. R- really fucking you, happening. Yeah, you have not. Well, you've played all the ones that are completed. There's actually every single Invisible City will have its own song eventually. Okay. Um, but, I played all the stuff that you floated me. Uh, maybe one a month. Yeah, we've we've floated you everything that is already complete, but I think there's still like thirty some cities left for us to compose. That, that'll <laughs> just take a couple years, few, yeah. a few years to write all those pieces. And and, and there's there, there's seventy four parts to the serial killer. I mean, what's part one like? What's part two like? Oh no no they're um there's um I it's um actually just come out on uh, uh Inner Demon Records from uh, Florida. It's a two three inch C D set, so um it's sort of two suites of twenty minutes, but the um the preparation numbers are cumulative because as I say I'm terrible at titling, so that's just why preparation. So the um the first Henry track I think is actually 
Preparation 72. So I know it's a bit confusing, but all those preparations are just oh, sort of like a serial oh. number. Like if I so was going to do it, a gig and then that gig was recorded, but I did like 15 pracs before the gig. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And, and okay. kept them all sequentially. So sure. yeah, for, for future, future, um, title announcements as well, Mike, you can just skip to the end. Cause I refer to it as suitcase four or, you know, uh, Oh, okay. Okay. The reprise. Cause yeah, that, that those, um, codes will just keep long getting longer as I do more work. So <laughs> skip like, to the end, as they say, I think what we, t- we talked about this last week, like Roman numerals, right? That's <laughs> it's right, like yep. spelling numbers. Like, like some of these motherfuckers, cause there's no, no matrix, no placeholders. So it's like spelling words, right? Yeah. It, it will be, yeah. Sooner or later, I'm just trudging towards a never-ending uh, litany of ones and Vs, I think, with the you odd know, X chucked in. I had uh, Greg Turner on uh, Angry Simones, and he teaches calculus, and we were talking about this uh, insane uh, ability the Romans to build like they did using that terrible number system. You can't divide mm. and multiply with that shit. I mean, it's terrible. But uh, it looks good on buildings. Exactly, and, and, and never-ending um, slave workforce. You yep. can cut some mathematical corners oh, with yeah, that, can't yeah, you? Of course. You don't ever forget <laughs> that, people. They did have a republic, but they also did have big-time fucking slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where it's also on, on – uh, when you watch movies, it's on the t- – that's how you know what year the movie's from, right? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really interesting. But you know what? I don't think really – you gave me any more of that because we move on to some other stuff you guys did. This uh, Una Pesosa Sympathetic Postkistra. Post <laughs> this cast, next hour we'll get into some stuff. So I think, because uh, I, I, I used the sequence that you guys gave me, and you kind of gathered each hour around a certain kind of, it seems to uh, focus around certain projects. Because uh, Church of Annihilation will be in the third hour. Yeah. Very good, Randolph. Thank you so much for organizing for a challenged Watt as far as getting rabbit's head. I, I, I love the way you guys uh, are uh, really artistic about this stuff, though, and you don't just take things for granted, you know, because I think there's too much of that shit. And uh, it, it, we lose the fucking adventure, you know? Not like we want to be at the bottom of the ocean in a little submarine, but we got to fucking roll the dice. Sometimes mm-hmm. and yeah. so what? Watt ain't got to figure it out. Watt has to learn. Maybe that that's a way of Watt proving to himself he's fucking still alive. So thank you, gentlemen, for being patient with me. We're at the end of the first hour, June twenty one, solstice twenty twenty three, with uh, Randolph and Richard. Hold tight for hour two. June twenty one, twenty twenty three is the second hour of Watt from Pedro show.
Off for Pedro Show, start off second hour. The excerpt from the Delian Concerto. Delian, I should say. Maybe for Delia, huh? The Dervish Show. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, See, I'm yeah. a slow learner, but I don't give up. It's like a, a, a puppy with the chew toy, right? That's my fucking memory, right? Don't let go. Okay. For Chamber Orchestra, Septen Deche, or Dectet. Ah, it's Dectet, like a 10 piece, right? Yeah. Okay. The MVM uh, Radiophonic Workshop, which I'm, I'm guessing is the uh, Memory of Viral, Museum of Viral Memory. And then we had Sarah, yes. uh, okay, Sarah Wald with a live version of Declamation. And then again, the Bromley Symphony Orchestra featured Udwood Piano Harlequit. Oh, but this is not Invisible Cities. This is excerpt from Kalina excerpt. It's an excerpt from an excerpt. <laughs> okay. Uh, enlighten us, Randolph. Um, well, so Kalina, uh, when we finished reading Invisible Cities and decided to, to inspired by uh, the Phantom Topography Project um, that, that the MVM and Lesson One did together, uh-huh. Um, uh, Richard is associated with a, a label uh, called Lesson One. Oh yeah, um, yeah, right. And we work with them sometimes, and so we came up with the idea of phantom topographies of um, studying places from literature in sound. And that was where the Invisible Cities project was kind of born of that. For the phantom topographies album, we decided to write our own invisible city in the style of Calvino's. Ah, okay. And so that story, if you go to Bandcamp and listen and uh, go to the Phantom Topographies album, um, the story that we wrote in Calvino's style at, so that it should fit naturally into the invisible cities book um, is this is the audio for that piece. Okay. Tell me if I'm far off. But I'm thinking of H.P. Lovecraft, and he came up with this, uh, right, the Cthulhu mythos. Uh, Cthulhu, right? And then guys who would write in that kind of, I don't know, thought train. It's, called, it's referred to as Cthulhu mythos, like they're part of, even though the guy was, no, maybe it started while he was still alive. But people started like, they were inspired by his story to write their own mm, stories. He, he actively encouraged it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Been, okay. Yeah. It's um. I did, a, a lot of my uh, artistic practices do sort of mirror the way Lovecraft would contact other people and encourage them to do things. And so is it. I can't say it's a, I directly was inspired by him, but that's that's always been like we were saying last week. How I've done my music is by contact and encouragement, and you know, learning off people. So, I think that, that maybe that's just a, a creative drive some people have is to reach out. And uh, I think the the small press setup that Lovecraft worked in with all of these correspondence is very similar to the sort of um, digital ersatz we have now with Bandcamp. Right, he, he wrote again. He wrote, the way I've been able to. He wrote like. Buttloads of letters, right? Oh, 47,000 or something <laughs> in the library. And, you know, oh, Mr. Jefferson wrote, uh, you know, eight or nine thousand. He even had a machine he could make copies, right? He had little sticks mm. with another quill. But this guy, Mr. Lovecraft, yeah, he's kind of the Al Margolis of that small press. Like what Al Margolis was doing with the cassette culture in the 80s. 
I mean, exactly, I, think, I think yeah. humans like they, they some some humans gravitate as like kind of focuses, so other humans can artistically. Sh- it's not like uh, so hierarchical, but it's it's they're kind of like uh, focuses of energy, and you need some cats to, like to stoke the fire, right? Yeah, we're all sort of drawn to the same fulcrum and then start orbiting it. But yeah, it's a. There's lots of patterns of that throughout uh, all types of art, I suppose, isn't there? But, yeah, definitely with literature. And uh, a, a couple of the uh, pieces on the phantom topographies are directly inspired by uh, Lovecraft. Yeah. And his, his stories as well. Uh, Don Hargan, he had on... Um, uh, That's right. Left, but about three weeks ago, uh, just received a second track of his for us as well. So it's, it's an ongoing, evolving project, which is now... a. Uh, split off as uh, randolph was saying into the in- invisible cities right and um a couple of other artists and then, working and then, on then you, you you see the carom the cascade fuck effect they end up writing their own story based on interpreting uh, music of another cat's story literature music intersects then inspires and intersects and gives birth and i, I find it righteous but here's another yeah, thing. Evolution. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolute, absolute. I had, I had Jerry Casala uh, on the show a couple months ago. Just had a baby, like in his seventies. Well, his wife did. Uh, here's another proj that you you flowed me, Randolph. Uma Pososa, symphonic postkestra. Let's listen.
Watt from Pedro Show. That chunk of music start off with Uma Pesosis Symphonic Postkestris Postkestra excerpt from the Unwinded Hours, and this is our two. Then we had uh, Ruli Shabara and Wooker Shoyadi with Akisa Ai, and then another Uma Pesosis Symphonic Postkestra excerpt from Unwinded Hours, but this is our four. Okay, Randolph, enlighten us to uh, Uma Pesosis Symphonic Postkestra. Please. Uh, well, the, the symphonic postchestra is essentially a symphonic orchestra with fence posts driven through its heart, which is where the, how the name comes about. Fence post is I got it. I right got it. there yeah. in the center. Yeah, I told you I'm a slow learner, but that's totally stupid. <laughs> it's we, very, uh, very clever. Um, yeah, uh, Richard floated us some... Um, pieces what about um, uma i think older works if i'm not mistaken um what, what about uma dance music what about what about uma one of the members of uh the of the mvm is uh una person okay because I, I i know there's an actress called that but in japanese that's their word for horse <laughs> So maybe just a coincidence, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she only has two legs, so <laughs> okay, okay. Probably not a horse, but you know Hampton she, Hawes. Uh, I've read the Hampton Hawes biography, jazz piano player from Watts here, and uh, he was in the army and stationed in Japan, and yeah, Hampton Hawes. You know, horse Hawes. Mm-hmm. They, they called him Uma. Yeah. They called him Uma-san. <laughs> So anyway, anyway, okay, so uh, this is a collision between you and Richard and then the members of the Viral Memory Museum. And yeah, what, 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 Richard, what's he, at the crux of this? Some acid, right? So I, so I think Richard sent us some acid house. Was that correct? What was the style? It was. It was that... Um... That old acid techno, wasn't it? I'm talking to, yeah. to drum my It was, yeah. It, it was the old acid techno, acid house stuff, wasn't it? That right. And then we took that that was floated to it uh, that that Richard had sent us, uh, and we transcribed it for our little symphony orchestra. Yeah. And then recorded it. Um, oh, actually, this is not the symphony orchestra, though. We um initially did it for symphony orchestra and then when it went back to richard i think uh richard's partner said wouldn't that sound better as a skiffle band so then we uh re we reinterpreted the transcriptions for uh upright ba- for uh jug 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 um singing saw um, wash tub base, um, washboard. So we tried to, to, to capture a skiffle band. Or a jug band. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
You know, Betty Goodman had his orchestra, but then he's had his little combo, right? I'm reading Charlie uh, Goins McKinney book on Charlie Christian. And uh, Cal Basie, too. Big band, small band. And they did for economic reasons and stuff. But, I mean, artistically, yeah, stuff gets... That's really interesting. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, June 21st, 2023, Solstice. Special guest Randolph Richard. Hold tight for hour three. June 21, 2023, it's the third hour. Watch for Pedro's show.
Watford Pedro Show start off third hour. Some more Uma Pososis Symphonic. Now I get it. People get offense posts, but uh, with the PH. Yes. That's very clever. Postgestra. In the post there, like after. Yeah. Uh, you take the K out of punk rock, you got pun rock, people. Excerpt from the Unwinding Hours, hour one. From hour two to hour four to hour one. Then we got Emily. This is Crane reinterpreting some Emily Dickinson poetry. Nature, the gentlest mother is. And then finally, The Church of Annihilation. Excerpt from Summons to Draw Down a Planet Killer Asteroid. Yeah, there just was a a test of a device, right? They ran into a little rock up there to see if they could alter its course. It might be the thing we need. We get in trouble. But uh, Church of Annihilation, Randolph, please. Uh it's a couple i think a year or two ago you played uh the mvm's fifth symphony which was a collaboration with richard yep um which was the invocation to trigger the eruption of the yellowstone caldera oh, of course <laughs> you know that's supposed to be a motherfucker uh, if it goes off right well that is why we are all about an- annihilation <laughs> it's it's uh, the whole sixth extinction thing is happening way too slow it's not satisfactory um, so we're just trying to uh, help it along. We're doing all we can help. Yeah, yeah. Just help Aiding a bet, right? Yeah. <laughs> Call the courtroom, and uh, and and again, it's the same like kind of core members of the of the viral museum, and uh, and but you know what? I think it's okay uh, to have like different personifications of the same people because. When you realize in a different music proj, why not? Might as well, for all practical right. pr- purposes, because when the listener gets experiences, it might as well be different cats. Yeah, and within the, within the museum, um, one of our primary trios is the Sentimental Witches. Uh-huh. So they, they enact a lot of this magic. Um, and these invocations to bring about annihilation are, are the the three witches, the three sentimental witches, and uh, and then Richard and, and and his whatever whoever he brings. But three um, witches. So that's where those come. Three witches. Yeah. I'm thinking of Macbeth, right? I guess uh, after Elizabeth, this this James guy from Scotland was scared of witches, so. Whoever wrote those Shakespeare plays wanted to have some fun with that. There was a lot of ladies killed in in that period. We're talking like fifteen, sixteen hundreds, thousands over, uh, you know, witchcraft, right? Joan of Arc. Yeah, I did, did. yeah. And, uh... I'm not just saying England, but all of Europe. There was a uh, you call it. Uh, Kind of crate, uh, fo- fo- mania over it, yeah. Pogrom, <laughs> yeah, pogrom yeah. that's a better yeah. word for it because who did, knows I think that's essentially what it was. <laughs> because probably a lot of these ladies were doing like a holistic, you know, herb, sage kind of medicine stuff, you know. Who knows exactly? I think, um, Monty Python summed it up best in the search for the holy grail. Oh, yeah, right, right. It. Yeah, that's my, a dark my, my favorite part of, of that movie is when they got to get across his gorge and the dude asks the dude's favorite color and he fucks it up. <laughs> he 
Fuck's up yeah, his own No yellow. <laughs> 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 he, he doesn't even know his own favorite color. That's pretty bad. It's like the Cheech and Chong uh, record, right? With it, Let's make a dope deal. <laughs> like, what's your first name? <laughs> you know, come on, Bob. <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or Dave yeah. trying to get in. <laughs> yeah, dumb, no, it is Dave. Dumb shit stuff. Okay, here's another uh, Church of uh, Annihilation piece right here.
Lot for Pedro show last music for this edition. We start to chunk off with excerpt from summons of an atmosphere stripping coronal mass ejection. Yeah, sunspots, people. The Church of Annihilation. Then the Bobby Lees with hives. And finally, here's a song title: Church of Annihilation with excerpt from the Invincibles. Invincible summons calling the explosive evolution of nanotechnology war machines which cleanse the life from Earth. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, again, you, you, uh, the, the, the caldera at Yellowstone is, is, is calling your name, I, I guess, Randolph. Right? Am I correct? Yes. These, we have uh, an ever-growing list of ways to summon um, the end times in a more suitable human time scale. Like it, the sixth extinction is just, it's happening. We, it's really just trying to, let's just, yeah, yeah. We're just, we're just trying to, you know, we're an it's accelerant. really, it's really unpleasant people making really unpleasant music. I think that that kind of sums it up. And you know, that festival you had back in uh, October, are you guys planning another one? Yes, we actually uh, are. Uh, I think in uh, six or seven days, we will, announce uh, who was chosen from the call for scores. We're in the final process of, of uh, culling. We received culling. hundreds of scores. Awesome. Culling is most appropriate <laughs> with our conversation yeah. here. <laughs> I like the way you phrase that, Randolph. It's not like, yeah, we we selected the winners. No, no, we chose the ones to be called. <laughs> Yeah, we call the week. Yeah, yeah. It, no, but interesting choice, you know, because it still tells the truth, right? It's no sin of omission. Uh, and, and when's it going to take place? Is it going to be in the fall again? Yeah, October again. And same place there in Eugene? Uh, I think different venues, but it will be in Eugene, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was several venues last time, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I think it'll be three venues again. I think probably First Christian Church again. Yeah. Um. But I think Wow Hall is okay. now doing one of them. Wow. <laughs> last last I heard, and I forget who the third venue is this time. Yeah. Is there still World of Pies, that pizza pad? Because I heard they were doing gigs. Oh, yeah, that's still there. Okay, because they do gigs, right? They, yeah, yeah, they do. Um, they do, I think, th- at least three nights a week. They've got something going, okay. yeah. And, uh, okay, so you, you're going to announce in a week the people that are going to appear and stuff. And uh, did, did, did people submit demos or stuff or just here, here's our unit. And if you select us, we'll create for the event. Well, actually what the vast majority of folks do is uh, we perform all the music or most of the music is performed by the ensemble. Right. The right, Eugene right. Difficult Music Ensemble. Composers from around the world send us scores so we'll get a visual score, um, and it might be a graphic score or it might be um, notated music. Okay. Um, and then they usually also send us either a MIDI version or a recorded version that, that they've been able to make, um, either because they have access to a school symphony or um, a chamber ensemble. Um, so most people send us both a, a physical score uh, or a, a PDF of a, of a score and also then a a sample of it being performed. So do you have a, a group for each venue or does that one group of people move from venue to venue? One group of people 
Some moves from venue to venue. Okay, okay. Yeah. And this there'll be, I think, about fifteen of us perform. Uh, 15, I think we have about fifteen people playing in the in the ensemble for the festival. Man, you know, the, all those recordings you gave me that that was one unit playing all those different things. Okay, pretty you, much. Um, the the exceptions would be uh, we had one night when uh, we had guest artists, so f- uh, free static. Um, yeah. are their own unit, Aina Nakamura, M. Danny, and Mystic Elevator. Those four are their own bands, and they performed as guest artists, but all the other pieces were scores that were submitted and chosen as performed by the Eugene Difficult Music Ensemble. Right. I had a guy from Spain. He, he you played one of his scores. He was talking about that. Yeah, yeah Luis. Yeah, Luis. Great cat. Really good. All these cats totally you've turned me. Cat. All these cats you've turned me on to. Uh, really, really, I'm most grateful. Beautiful cats. Well, we're gonna have a whole new batch to turn you on to uh, after this festival. <laughs> okay, bring it. It's exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'm into it. I'm way into it. And damn, we're out of time here, but uh, I can't wait. Whenever you, the invites open to both you and Richard, anytime, anywhere, your invite is good for the Waffle Pedro show. So please bring. You got it. Thank okay. you. Yeah, yeah we'll do, Mike. Okay. People, it's been Solstice 2023, June 21. This is what Pedro shall keep you powdered, right?